Welcome back to the Ghost Club Magazine Podcast. I'm your host, OJ. In today's episode, Keithy chats with Carson from the Callous Dowboys. You know how hard it is to say Callous Dowboys? This is like my 15th time trying to say Callous Dowboys. Whew. Anyway, enjoy the episode. Ghost Cult Magazine welcomes in Carson from the Callous Dowboys. How are you doing today? Doing really well, man. I'm doing really well, just uh, on the road. You know, first and foremost, uh, you're, you seem like a very busy working musician, so that's awesome. In this t- day and age, it's hard to make it in any capacity in the business. Uh, exciting new album coming out from the Callous Dowboys, a yes. celebrity therapist on, on Monarch uh-huh. Heavy, September 2nd. This interview will run either right before or right after, hopefully. Sure, uh, but I sure. wanted to, before we unpack the record, which has many, many things to discuss about it, I wanted to kind of just take it back to the origin story of the band. How did you get into music? How did you form this band? Yeah, sure, man. Me and uh, our guitar player, Maddie, we were in like a uh, uh, kind of pop punk band for a little while. Uh, we, we've known each other since high school and um, that wasn't really working out. We would like write a lot of music for it and try and get everybody else in the band to record things, but uh, no one was super down. So uh I don't know. I, I think I just wanted to start a project where I was playing guitar in that project. I wasn't singing. So um, I think I just wanted to start a project where I could, you know, run around with a microphone and yell a lot. Um, so we, we started Dow Boys in like late 2016-ish. Everything came so easily for us. Like first gig got booked super easily. We went into the studio super soon after forming and just like, I, I don't know, we we had a good amount of fans just right off the bat in Atlanta. So we were doing really well, which was really crazy. And then it was from there, it was just sort of us figuring out how to step it up each time we wanted to release something. We, I don't think we really figured out what we were doing until 2018 when uh, our, our old drummer, Sam, entered the picture and we could kind of start writing more technical stuff for, you know, more rhythmically complex stuff. We've we've been at it a while and uh, started working out pretty pretty recently and uh you know it's it's been a great time it's been a wild ride i've i've been in this band for uh most of my adult life i've been in this band since i was 19 so it's uh it's pretty crazy i'm 25 now and still doing this but i love it man i i I don't want to do anything else it's it's my favorite shit in the world Amazing. I love to hear that. Obviously, I know what I think the band sounds like, and I'm sure you get a lot of stuff bandied about uh, for big words on a hump day, uh, the Dillinger Escape Plan, Mr. Bungle, stuff like that. But if you had to describe your band to someone who didn't know anything about it, what would you tell them? Uh, That's a great question. I have I have trouble with that because, you know, that's what you run into in, in everyday life as a musician. You 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 know. It, it comes up that you're in a band and then someone who maybe doesn't listen to this type of music is like, oh, what does your band sound like? And they have no idea who the fuck the Dillinger Escape Plan is. So I can't usually say that. I usually say we're like heavy fusion or something like that. We're all, or I'll say that we're adult contemporary. I have nothing else to really like compare it to. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. When it comes to who I think we sound like, you know, Obviously, the the usual suspects like the Dillinger Escape Plan and Mr. Bungle and that kind of thing will pop up. You know, that's that's not really what I uh, listen to on the regular. I've been listening to a lot of like uh, experimental electronic and a lot of like Radiohead and just like I I, I don't really um I, I don't know we don't really pull our influences from other heavy music, which is I think what sets apart our songwriting for sure. Is you know 
I would love for us to just sound like Radiohead and then I'll try and write something that sounds like Radiohead and it it just ends up sounding like the Dillinger Escape Plan. I don't know how it happens, but it does. <laughs> That's awesome. I could see it. I see it like mentally I can visualize or or hear okay. a, a, a Radiohead thing in there a little. Um, sure. Maybe okay. the guitar work of Johnny Greenwood or something. You know, I love that. You know, I totally want you to catch people, you know, unassuming and tell them like maybe the best the best course of action is random genres that, that you know just disparate genres but none sure. of which you are so like you yeah, know no. we're you know we like barry manilow and <laughs> weird sure, yeah. line dancing country but also yeah, baroque sonata music and then mm-hmm. po- and then possibly like african tribal rhythms so just yeah, freak no. them out yeah i sound like rod stewart but the instrumentals sound like uh sound like animals as leaders or something. Or, I, don't know. I would yeah. I would pay for that as long as it's not Rod doing like the Frank Sinatra stuff. Whoever signed mm. off on that, I know it sold millions, but whoever signed off on that should be removed from the music business forever. In my personal I agree. opinion, I like I Rod agree. Stewart though. Like no shade on Rod, and I get it. Like you know, it sold like I don't know 25, 30, 30 million copies on top of his already career. Sure. But like, ooh, Sinatra's rolling over, bro. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, and I was going to ask if you had any, or the the band in general had an affinity for jazz, because it seems like you could pull off jazz stuff if you wanted to, or jazz like parts. Definitely. So I, I did I did jazz band in in middle school and a little bit in high school, um, and that's like kind of where I get all my theory knowledge from, I guess. Uh, is playing jazz guitar and uh, jazz trumpet. Jazz is what I'll put on um, when I don't really know what else to listen to. Um, and you know, I I, uh, I I love Coltrane. I love Charles Mingus. Um, and when I when I want to learn something new and challenging on guitar, I'll usually go for like a Pat Metheny tune or, or a John McLaughlin tune or something like that. There's a great fusion album uh, that John McLaughlin plays on called Trio of Doom. I've tried to learn those songs a lot. They're so hard. I can't play any of them, but uh, you can play them at like 75% speed. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, by the way, who has not stolen? something from Mingus or Coltrane, uh, everybody and, uh, or my, right. every yeah. single person. So awesome. Yeah. See, I, I had a feeling that's where some of this stuff came from. I, I find brass and woodwinds fascinating. I could do a whole chat on just that. Cause I'm just fascinated by embouchure and the skill it takes to play a brass or a woodwind instrument. I know guitarists think they have it hard and they do, but yeah. <laughs> or vocalists, which yeah, you are now. Sure. So yeah. Um, what, what kind of made you want to also scream into a microphone? I think that I, I, Chester Bennington was probably my first influence with that. I, I just, <clears throat> but I never thought that I could do it. You know what I mean? Like I, I was, I, I wanted to be him so badly, but I was like, I can't really sing. I have no idea how screaming works, you know? And then I think one day I just tried it. I, I think one day I was just like, I'm going to figure this out. And, uh, you know, you can hear me like get better and better as you like go through our, our, all the stuff that we've released since we first started being a band. Like I sound completely different now. It's very funny to look back at that. Um, I just wanted to do it because I think I always want to be the center of attention. I'm not like great at parties or anything like that, but I, I do. I do want everyone looking at me. So, you know, I, I was 
tired of just being a guitar player, I guess. And I was like, how can I get everybody to pay attention to me? There are many tracks on this record that I'm digging, including title track, which is hilariously named. But I have to know, I need to kind of know the answer to what is delicious and who's warms. Because like, I feel like it's a question and I don't know if the song gave me the answer or not. We're, we're the ones asking it. So I believe it's for you to answer. I get it. Fair enough. Back. For fans who've never heard of the band before, what do you hope they get out of the album? I think that this is the definitive Dowboys album. Um, I think it's both a perfect introduction to our band and also a, a good follow up to their to to uh, our debut. I really hope that uh, everyone loves it as much as I do. I think it's the best thing that we've ever made. Uh, I think it slaps. But also I could I could see this being maybe a little too much for some people or maybe a slow burn for sure. I think that maybe it might take a it, it might take a little while for this album to catch on uh, for some people. And that's OK. You know, I hope that they eventually come around on it. And for our final question, who is your favorite celebrity therapist? Uh, my favorite celebrity therapist is Tom Cruise. Um I, I I don't know if he counts, but uh, that's that's my answer. If you look back on that interview with with Matt Lauer from from like 20 years ago, Matt Lauer certainly does not age well. He's like lobbying for big pharma. Basically, it's pretty funny. And he is being glib. Uh, Tom Cruise at one point is like, you're being glib. And uh, he is being glib. Um, I don't know. It's kind of crazy. I hope I'm friends with Tom Cruise someday. That would be that would be tight. Thanks for joining us, Carson. I'm Keefe from Ghost Cult, and we're out. This has been another episode of the Ghost Cult Magazine Podcast. Check us out at ghostcultmag.com and follow our socials at Ghost Cult Mag. Until the next time, peace.